Hey, I am True Poet. This is Missing Conversation, where the conversation is missing. I got another special guest today, but this time, this is my first woman guest. Good person, great attitude. Y'all welcome my guest, Bubble Tea. Hey, y'all. <laughs> First woman, what? I'm honored. Yeah, you're the first woman, man. You're the first. I figured uh have to get a couple of women on here to get their point of views. So why not? Why not it be you? You know, so we could talk about the different aspects of relationships and the demise of relationships, and what are the causes from both sides of the coin. So, okay. My first question to you is how do you feel about the current state of relationships? Oh man. Uh <laughs> According to my friends, it is wild out there in these streets and uh I should avoid the streets like the plague is what I hear. Um, as far as I'm aware, um, you know, the dating scene, it looks like trash is what everybody says. But honestly, I think that, you know, there's going to be a shift in in the momentum because, you know, this generation's, um, you know, dating success is not being, uh, you know, it hasn't been all that great. I feel like there's going to be like a monumental shift. Um, in the way that dating is going to occur because of how it's been like for this last maybe decade or so. It's a lot of, a lot of money grabbing, a lot of, you know, people being just outside in the world and not really being committed. So I think people are going to say like, Hey, you know, this is, this is trash. We don't want this. And they're going to turn around. That's my, that's my thought. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. My thoughts on this current, pool of dating it's horrible man it's horrible and my assessment on it is a lot of a lot of people are selfish i don't think they really understand the concept of relationships marriage even parenting it's uh very, very selfish. I tell you, and we have a couple of talks about this stuff, but I don't think I ever been with a woman that was totally unselfish. I think, I think, and I thought about this today. Now I'm gonna bring this up to you. I'm gonna tell you a story, right? With my, my grandparents, which is kind of mm -hmm. crazy that I think about it, but I think my grandmother and my grandfather are the two most unselfish people I've ever known. Because like when we were younger, my grandparents used to take us to, to like the park, the skating ring, um, Six Flags, uh, out to eat. And when we used to go to the skating ring, we used to be there from the time it started until it closed, right? 
So my grandmother and my grandfather never skated, but they would find a seat and they just would watch. And then now I, I think a lot of what I, the, the, the attributes that I have with my kids of being patience and being patience with other people and re- recognizing that it doesn't always have to be about me. It could be about somebody else and let them enjoy I think I got that from my grandparents because, man, I till this day with uh, even parents, it's a lot of selfishness. I don't see parents actually staying with their kids and being there at the skating rink. Most parents or grandparents or family members usually drop the kids off and come back. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's usually like one parent that kind of gets stuck with all the kids. If you have like at the skating rink, like we'll just see, you know, make sure you're with Johnny's uh, people. Don't go outside and, uh, you know, we'll see when it's, you know, time to get it picked up. Just call us. That's usually the thing that happens. But my grandparents never did that. They stayed every time. They never left us. Even when we was teenagers, they stayed. Okay, but were your grandparents. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying, are your are your grandparents the ones that were designated as the ones who watched them? Did other other parents drop off their kids with your grandparents? No, it would just be us. They would be there with us, like the grandkids. Oh wow! So they we wouldn't be amongst other kids. It would just be us, and maybe even sometimes just me. And um, they would stay. Like every time I had any type of sporting events, because I did, I played a lot of sports. They was at every game. They was on the sideline cheering. And this, a lot of this stuff they wasn't into, but because we enjoyed it, they they stayed with us. They never left. They never dropped us off at all. And I said, I thought about it the other day, and I, and I said, man. They was really unselfish and even unselfish towards each other as well. They uh, they never, it wasn't just one-sided and all about them. You know, sometimes my grandfather would want to do stuff and my grandmother would be there and vice versa. So it was very, very unselfish. Compared to now... I think a lot of people are selfish. And even with my kids, I never dropped them off. I would stay. I would stay with them at the skating ring. I would stay with them at the movies. So I think I kind of, that kind of rubbed off on me. But you don't really you don't really see that of them, you know, parents and grandparents staying. And they would find a spot and they would be in the same spot. So if we're at the skating rink from Three to seven, we will be there at three, and we will leave at seven o'clock. If we went to Six Flags, we would be there all the way from the morning to the night. My grandmother would make um, sandwiches. We would have juice. We'd have food. So we'll come out to the car and eat our food or whatever we got and drinks and go right back in the park. And we would stay there all day. And they didn't get on no roller coasters. They didn't do nothing. So anything that we wanted to do, they was just just there to support and enjoyed us having fun. Tell me that's not unselfish. 
That definitely is not unselfish. But man, I also, miss them. I miss them so bad, man. I miss them. I bet. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying I bet you miss them. I mean, they sound spectacular. Um, but I would push back a little bit in saying that I don't think that that's that uncommon still. Um, I know I'm a parent as well, and I do go. You know, if we go into Six Flags, I'm not gonna just sit there and watch you ride, though. I, I'm gonna leave on the ride too. Um, I like to, I, cause I'm a writer, so I like to go ride. Um, but you know, I'm going to be one of those people that stays with the kids oh. as well. Um, I'll, yeah. And actually a lot of the people that I know actually stay with their kids as well. I, you know, I know that, um, you know, some people may not have the, you know, the capacity, maybe they got to work, maybe they got to, um, you know, like a lot of kids, if you got like four kids and two parents, then somebody's going to have to get dropped off or somebody doesn't get, you know, to participate in their, um, you know, activities. So like, what are you going to do? Eventually you got to drop off somebody. Uh, but definitely I do think people are more selfish, maybe just not necessarily in that way, but um, I think people are, you know, selfish and lots of people are selfish in ways that we don't really see publicly, but like when they get home, maybe they're more selfish. So if you get what I mean. Uh-oh. You This frustrates me. Okay, I was. Is it your side that's frozen? It's my side. I, I just fixed it, so I didn't hear you on your pushback. So say what you oh. said re um, earlier. I didn't hear anything at all. Oh, sorry about that. I was just saying that you know, as a parent, like I'm one of those people that would go out and go on those rides and be with the kid the whole time. And then also, you know, a lot of the people that I know are also those parents that go and stay with their kids, unless you have two more, you know, too many kids, you know, that you kind of, kind of have to split your efforts. So, you know, you may have to leave some of them around, um, you know, because you have to support, you know, another one. If you have only two parents and you, you know, have four kids, then somebody's going to get dropped off or somebody's not going to be able to participate in their, you know, activity. So um, also, you know, I think like sometimes we may think like that parent that's sitting there is like being super unselfish, but, you know, they may have other like pockets of selfishness. Maybe that's just not their thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I I understand what you're saying, but the overwhelming aspect of things now, from what I've seen, and um, from people, is very selfish because we just had a conversation before we started this, and um, it seems like the more you're nice to people the more they're mean and cold to you, which I don't understand because if, if you're nice to someone, you know, you, you would, you would, you would try to like see that, you know, it's going to be reciprocated, but I go through this all the time. And I think for me, I'm going to adjust because naturally, you know, I'm, I'm a caring and I'm a nice person. So, I'm not going to be around anybody and just be mean or cold to them for no reason. And um, a lot of people are that way. And 
ironically, a lot of women that I've encountered, they're like that. They have like a cold side. Like you could be nice or if you say something they don't like, you get an attitude and they start getting cold. You ask them if if they're mad at you and they say, oh, I'm not mad. I'm such and such. And it's like, but what kind of per, what kind of world do we live in for people to act that way? So, with my grandparents, we all have flaws, but when it come to them, I'm not gonna lie, man. I got some of the greatest grandparents ever. Like all of them, you know. Yeah, everybody got their ways, but they were very unselfish. And there's things that I saw them do, I don't really see that now. And I just think when my grandparents, they had a lot of patience. You know, they they really understood, you know. I, I think I think sometimes too, before I get to my next point, a lot of times the grandparents love the grandchildren more than their own children, to be honest. Well, so, that's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, uh they were they were phenomenal and you know nobody's perfect everybody have their ways but as far as being a grandparent and being there and being supportive they did all of that because a lot of times with when i was young playing sports and doing different things and boxing playing football basketball sometimes family wouldn't be there but when I lived with my grandparents for, I think almost two years, I stayed with them. They never missed any, they never missed anything. They was at all of my events. They took me to practice. They was there for everything. And I just thought about it the other day, thinking like, is these things common? You know, you could talk to kids now and see that there's not really much support with their family or friends even now what i'm doing now i don't get a lot of support from my family and friends i get some but majority of my support is from the outside it's not really much from the people that surround me but i know if my grandparents was alive they would be heavily supporters of what i'm doing because they always supported us so in that aspect i i just feel like they you know, they were on another level. You would have to be there to see what I'm talking about. But man, trust me, man, they never miss nothing. They came to every game and they was on the sideline cheering. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look over and I'm seeing them like this. <laughs> and I'm here like, okay. And that gave me motivation to keep going. I'm like, oh, I got a grandma over there. Like, yeah, that's my grandson. You know, so... So that's my grandbaby. Yeah, and then seeing my grandfather, he was quiet, and even him, you know, he'll he'll pump a fist. But in the older age of my grandfather, every time I would see him, he would bring up like two stories with me, and he'll go around mm -hmm. and tell these stories to everybody. So when I first came down there to to, to to stay with them, he took me to Walmart. This is like the first time that I went to Walmart. So he said, "Oh wow!" 
Yeah, because you know, in New York City, we don't have Walmarts at the time. We didn't have none of that stuff. I don't I don't know if there's Walmart up there now. I think there might be one, but at the time I never been to a Walmart. So he told me um before we walked in, he said, get whatever you want. And so I walked in there. So I'll grab something. And every time I grab something, I will come back to him and I say, Granddad, is this too much? And he was uh-huh. like, No, that's not too much. So I get something else. I say, Granddad, is this too much? And he always would tell everybody, right? He said, I was the only person, especially as a kid, that would do that. And he just thought that was so thoughtful that I didn't go crazy. Cause usually when you tell kids to go get whatever they want, they go crazy. But every time I pick something up, I come to him and say, Granddad, is this too much? And he told that story until he passed away. He was like, you remember that you, I brought you to the store and you you just kept coming back to me, man. I, I, I love that. No kid ever did that with me, man. You the only one. And he would tell that story to everybody. And then he have another story with his neighbor. And this when I first came down there and the neighbor accused me of something. Okay. I don't know if he if he accused me of stealing something or doing something. And you know, at, at that time they lived in Alabama, so it was a lot of stuff going on. And he was a white guy. So you know, wait, I your grandfather was a white guy? No, the neighbor was a white guy. Oh, okay. my grandfather's black. Questions. It's okay. No, no it's okay. No, 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 no. He's a black questions. guy. No, I'm just saying that the neighbor uh the neighbor accused me, I think, of stealing something or messing with something in his yard. And I didn't go in his yard because he had a big rock wall. And I was like, I'm not going over there. But I was, you know, they had a huge um, yard, my grandparents. So I, the first time I'm getting there, they had a beautiful yard. They had flowers and all this stuff. So I'm walking around. So this guy comes up and start yelling at me and telling me to stay out of his yard. And so I went and told my grandfather what was going on. And man, my grandfather had my back, boy. He was like, who the hell, you know, that's my grandson. My grandson is still nothing from you, man. What the hell are you talking about? He was going, <laughs> he was going off. He was going up. It he was, was going off. <laughs> yeah, it was about to be up. And he told him stories and he was like, uh, that he believed me, he just had my back and he went back and forth with the guy. But those were two of his favorite stories. And my sister told me the other day, that's all he would talk about when it come to you, Jamal. He would just tell him two stories about the the Walmart and then the time that the guy accused me of stealing. But my grandparents is the epitome of marriage, man. You know, like it's something that I always wanted, but I never got. And I don't think I ever get it. You know, some people are, nah. <laughs> well, some <laughs> people are blessed to have these things. I just, with me, when it come down to women, I meet a lot of selfish women. I never really, they would be nice to a point and then they would get selfish and mean. I, I, I just don't understand it, but you know, I don't know. I, I, 
in 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 this climax of relationships i think we're doing uh and statistics show it uh we had a complete divide i know you live in your bubble beliefs but <laughs> hey but what give me your takes because i didn't like told you a bunch of stories about my grandparents that just just lifted my spirit because lately I've been kind of sad with a lot of different things. But thinking about my grandparents, they was they were uh, beautiful people, man. It sounds like they're pretty amazing. It's funny when I when you were telling that story about uh, the the Walmart trip, and I'm like, most kids would be like, "Oh, you said I could go ahead and get everything I want." Matter of fact, Grandpa, we gonna need at least two or three baskets. You just go hold one, I'll go get one. You know what I mean? So definitely they're not coming back to check to see whether it was okay. They're going to take you at your word and say, you know what? You said I could get whatever I want. I'm going to get everything. And matter of fact, let me get two, let me get two or three for my friends as well because they wanted to. So that's for sure, for sure. Um, and as for like selfish people, like people are selfish. I mean, generally, you know, people have, like I always say, uh, you know, everybody has hats that they wear on the regular. And I think people, you know, how regularly you wear the selfishness hat is, uh, you know, dependent on your personality. Um, I can't even lie and say, like, I'm not selfish. I got that hat in my closet somewhere. I'll bust it out once in a while and be like, you know what, today I'm going to be selfish. The same thing with petty, but it's not something that I regularly wear. Um, so... That being said, when you say that I always that you always run into selfish ladies, um, I know for a fact that there are plenty of ladies that don't regularly wear their selfish hat either. Um, it's just about you know moving around and finding the right one because I do believe you know that you're going to find somebody particularly awesome. I'm just saying, which you already know, you already know that's what I think. And the stupid thing probably froze again. <laughs> no, it's, 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 you, you hear me? Now I can hear you, but you were kind of frozen on my screen there for a second. Oh, uh, was? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not looking for nobody. So. Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm throwing in the towel. You know, I'm not going to say <laughs> those words anyway because we... We already discussed it that you can't speak negative words out in there. Yep. Power um, of life and death is in the tongue, that's for sure. So, um, you know, uh, whoever decides to watch this, uh, you know, you know, you guys can hit up Bubble Tea just to get a little bit of information about my friend here, just in case he changes his mind. You know, make sure you're not coming as a selfish lady. You're getting all the tea right here. Uh, <laughs> He's going to kill me after this, I'm sure. <laughs> like, you're never invited on here again. <laughs> <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, I can't. Man, my experiences with women has been horrible, man. I got some horror stories. And I'm not saying these ladies are bad ladies, but I don't know, man. It's just so hard to to trust people, even friends. You know, I, I, I'm I at a point that I don't even want no new friends. I don't want to. I thought about a lot of things today cause, because I had recent experiences with people in the last couple of weeks. And it's starting to make me question things. 
And that's why I came to this conclusion. Like, people are selfish. And, and the reality is, too, that we were raised up to be selfish. A lot of people in our society in America is really is 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 really selfish, man. I have a lot That's of horror stories. I have a lot of horror stories. And then it's not just relationships, it's families, it's friends. Like if if you're not doing what somebody wants you to do, it's like to hell with you. <laughs> you're not That's doing what I want true. you to do. To hell with you. Then you can go ahead. Uh-huh. You can go sit right out on the porch. That's for sure. You can go right outside. But so really, you, I mean, the question would be, like, like, how do you fix that? Like, if you catch somebody in selfishness, like, what do you do about it, though? It's nothing you can do about it because they, they're not, they're going to deny it. They're going to, or they're going to say, this is just how I am. And it doesn't make it right. You, you know what no. I thought about, too? That people talk about vetting people, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you you want to know something? You don't even know if you're gonna wake up tomorrow. So yeah, that's true. The one thing that we have, we don't really have time on our side. They say we do, but we don't, because you just never know what's gonna happen tomorrow or today. So. I think a lot of people take that for granted and they think, oh, they make plans and say, oh, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. But they don't recognize that time is not on your side. So I think for me now, I don't want to waste my time on stuff that's out of my control because I can't control the next person. They're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. I can control myself. I can be nice. I can be a good person to them. I could be kind. I could be loving. But who's to say I'm going to get that in return? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like as for like the vetting thing, I still think it's, you know, a good idea to vet people, um, you know, before you, you know, spend a whole lot of dedicated time um, with them just because you don't want to, um, you know, get into a spot where, you know, there's like red flags that you could have picked up if we vetted them. Um, versus, you know, being, you know, you know, three or four months down the road and you're like, oh, who the heck is this? Um, you know, so that um, that's one thing. But um, I think that, you know, should you run into, you know, somebody's selfishness or, you know, um, you know, some undesirable things about them, that it still, you know, is worth a look at seeing how you can go around those things, you know, and potentially make something work versus just throwing out, you know, the whole person. But, you know, that's just me. I'm really, I'm kind of patient like that, though. So <laughs> I'm like, if you, if I see you being selfish, then I'm not going to be like, okay, um, well, you're just being selfish and there's no way I can change your, you know, point of view. I'm going to like, let's maybe have a sit down and say like, well, what's going on with you? You know what I mean? What, what's causing you to go and pick this, you know, particular stance? And is there any way we can change it? That's my thought. Because you live in a bubble. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if if you say, well, how come, you know, how come I am so upset about you didn't text me today? You know, um, 
it could be that you had, you know, prior history that, you know, somebody um, was messing around with you and they didn't text you for several days and you feel, you know, abandoned. But, you know, you can let somebody vent those things and help, you know, provide a little bit of reassurance and maybe, you know, they won't have that be their experience, uh, you know, that that experience won't be the same with you. And then you prove with your, you know, attitude that, that you have right now. Um, and that way they can see that you're serious, basically. Hmm. I mean, you do have some interesting points, but I still I, I still stick to my point in, in, in stating about the vetting. And another thing about vetting, you can know someone for years and not really know them. You know, I think yeah, I think that's <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and say what you No, 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 I'm saying that's actually very true. You know, people wear a multitude of masks, so you never know. And I uh, think hopefully yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. No, I'm saying no no no. Sorry, just saying hopefully, you know, with spending a little bit more time, um, and you keeping your own eyes open, you know, hopefully you would be able to spot, you know, some of the masks that people wear. Oh, I'm taking myself. I already took myself out of the game, so I don't got to worry about. Is this? It's just a. It's just a conversation for others out here that want to be in the game because you got people that want to be in a relationship. And I used to think about it and say, "Yo, I could, I could do it, but I, I can't do this no more. It's too much games. It's too much selfishness, and it's too much wasting your time because it's like." People are searching for a best friend, all these stupid ass cliches that they got out here. Like, listen, I already got a best friend. If 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 I'm going to be with you and we working towards being together and getting married, I, I'm, I'm looking to you to be my wife. You know, it's like we got all these cliches. Everybody fits in and has a role in your life. I can't say my son and my daughter, those are my best friends. That's I'm their father. So it's a completely different um, different relationship. And as far as like the vetting and knowing people, the only way you can really get to know people is if they allow you to know them, if they open up to you to communicate. If there's no communication, how are you going to get to know them? Or if it's everything yeah, is short... Good. And a lie, how you gonna really get to know them? You've got a point. I mean, that that <laughs> that's really very true. I can't even I can't even do against that. But you know, um, I would definitely say, uh, man. See, I don't I don't like when you hit good points uh, <laughs> because then I don't have nothing to say back. <laughs> but. Like I said, I think that if you've had lots of, you know, if you've had bad experiences with people, you know, then, you know, you just try with somebody else. Try going in a different direction. And then my other question is, if your wife, you know, can't be your best friend, okay, because that position is taken. So then what is it that you want in a wife? That's the question. They're not, they're not your child. They're your spouse. So what is it that you want in a spouse? I don't want anything. I'm just I'm 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 speaking broadly of of No, I'm of, not saying just for you, but what would men want in a spouse though? 
like men, not you, because you said you're off the market, but the, them other the folks game, that you know, the... you're out of the game. I don't believe it, but you know, like remember, people just go ahead and send your inquiries uh, to Bubble Tea. But, <laughs> but you're, I mean, you're that gonna just be failed here. She could they, they can send <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. But, yeah, no, but what other things do you hear, like, from your friends that, you know, that they're looking for? If they're not looking for a best friend, then, you know, in what capacity do they want their wife to work it? You know what I mean? Like how, you know, the relationship has to be built on something. So what is it built on then? Is it just sex? Is it just, you know, uh, you know, sharing meals together? Like, what is it? Uh, I think for for me, the, the from what I hear from other men, they men are simple. I think men just, for the most part, most men want respect, and and um for for the, for the woman that they are with to be feminine and not masculine, and I think everything will grow from there. All that best friend stuff, that's woman stuff. That don't come from us. Women mostly um, claim that and happy wife, happy life. Get that, get get all of that out of here. So you mm-hmm. supposed to be happy, and I'm not supposed to be happy. And then yeah, another thing, definitely. yeah, and another thing. Honestly, nobody's gonna be happy all the time, even when you're by yourself. So it's, 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 it's just it's just so many things. And cliches that are put out there, and these people regurgitate the same BS, and they come back to you. And see, I don't follow society structures. I I don't. I create my own thing. I do different things. You know, I'm a romantic guy as well. I've done romantic things, but I think uh, the women that I've messed with, I think when they start to do stuff, it kind of blocks more stuff that I want to do because like I tell people I tell women all the time that I talk to women in my family the trick to a man is you just got to chill I think if if a lot of women just chill and, and be cool that man will do anything for you especially if they love you but when you do all of this stuff and you want to be masculine and the, and the disrespect come and it's like, yo, it got to be your way or the highway, and it's not one sided. So I don't understand why you got why it has to be your way or the highway, and then you got all this best friend stuff, all of this, that, and the third. Yeah, when you're with somebody, they have different roles, right? And you fulfill different roles, but you don't have to be my best friend. You know, you know what I mean? Like we could be cool, you could be my friend, but you don't have to be my best friend. My my best friend and best friends, I already got roles for that already. My daughter and son, I got roles for that already. My mother, my father, I already got roles for that. I think there's a lot of different um cliches that you know that have been regurgitated, which you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just full of crap, yo. And I know people go, people going to be like, "Well, what is he talking about? I want a best friend. I want a best friend." Let's 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 talk about this. If the relationship end bad, right, or ends, 
nine times out of ten, is that person still going to be your best friend? Uh, not if it ends bad. Okay, but what relationship really ends good? <laughs> well, but something. So now, it, you can have an amicable divorce where you just say, you know what, this was not really for us. Um, you know, we decided to separate because maybe we just, you know, we just don't really, we don't really love each other in that way. And we feel like there's something else outside of what my experience is with you, but we can still remain cordial. We can still remain friends. You know, we can, um, you know, still hang out. You know, we can't sleep together no more um, for the most part. Cause you know, some people come back around for second times around, but I, you know, I can't testify to that, but but it's still an option. Not every divorce has to end up in, you know, in craziness and, a, you know, a zillion dollars, um, you know, lawyers and, you know, people fighting over property. It doesn't just have to be like that. Um, also, I wanted to push back on the whole idea that men are not complicated. Y'all are complicated. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because even though you may say, you know, guys just want respect, that comes with such a huge amount of baggage that they carry around if they don't get it. The other thing is that maybe you don't want your wife to be your best friend because you have a best friend, but just being a man, which comes back to guys being more complicated than it looks like from the, you know, the outset, is that guys have so many like built in social constructs that they can't really even utilize a best friend in the way a best friend could be utilized. Like, when was the last time you went over to the homie's house and, like, cried with the homie? Like, the best friend. You know what I'm saying? When was the last time you said, hey, you know, um, I have this spot, you know, that's itching on the back of my butt, and can you just check that out? Like, that's not something that, you know, you can really, I mean, I mean, you could, but most guys are not going to feel comfortable with that because of the social construct that says that those are boundaries that men can't cross with each other. So can you really be, you know, you can be a best friend without, you know, having that like deep, intimate experience that a spouse would have with you. You know what I mean? So, yes, it is a friendship that you'll have with the spouse because maybe you guys enjoy spending time together. But I think it, you know, with the spouse is something, you know, that's more intimate. Um, or at least it should be, you know, the kinds of communications, like if you lose your job, you know, um, you know, you're not really sure how you're going to keep a roof over, you know, your house, like that's like deep and intimate kind of things about like heartbreak and, you know, that maybe you're not able to talk to your best friend about. Um, that's where I would think that guys would want a wife for, but uh, yeah. Maybe, you know, it could be that I'm mistaken. It could be. But I just know that with the homies, it's not a lot of guys that will say, brother, can I come over to your house and cry? <laughs> it's not that many that do it. They'll go out there and beat somebody on your behalf, but they're not going to be like, homie, you know, uh, unless it's your football team or, you know, uh, maybe your your child, you know, is in some drama and you're really having a hard time with that. Uh, but how about you just feeling like lonely? You know, you can't just go up to the homie and be like, dude, I'm just lonely. You know, not in the way that you could do with your wife is what I'm thinking. No, 
I think you got that completely wrong. But how that, is that? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I that's all right. Maybe it's not wrong for you, but it's wrong for me, right? I'm gonna okay. tell you why it's wrong. Okay. Because you know, in this society, uh huh, there is no way a man can show emotions with his lady. None. What are you talking about? That's it's the, the truth. Point. Then why bother getting married if you can't show emotions in front of your woman? Like, like that's a legitimate question for me because, like, do you if not, you guys do you are not, hold on. One, let, me, let me ask you this question before you go on your rant. <laughs> do oh, you not rant? <laughs> do you not see the social climate that we're in right now? When it comes down do. to men, what happens when a man be emotional and show their feelings and get vulnerable? What happens to the man? It depends on the lady that they're with or the people that they're with. If they're with trash folks, then they're going to get trash attitude. Like, no, no, no. I know that you're sitting here laughing, but, you know, really, I think that there is a cultural shift that says, now, can you just go and whine and be, you know, like all the time, and, you know, be totally in your feelings all the time? No. But I think that people are like waking up to the idea that you know, and realizing that men need an emotional outlet, not just go hit things, not just go yell, not just go shoot things, because, you know, there are really, you know, men out there who need a, an emotional outlet. And, you know, if they can't depend on the homies for the emotional outlet, then they have, you know, that's why your lady is there. I don't like I really don't understand why you would not. Um like why you would not want to be emotionally vulnerable with your spouse. Because you like can. what else are they there for? You can't. What do you mean? You... So you then can. where, where does a man, okay. But then where does a man have the opportunity to be emotionally vulnerable? Because God. they need the outlet. God. <laughs> but what if they don't believe in God? <laughs> I'm well, they, for real though. Yeah. Out of luck. I don't know where they're going to go, but I mean, for me, I got, I have friends that we, 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 we talk, but we don't cry. I had, you know, I had a couple of friends shed tears, but they're not going to cry, cry. Cause that's not how we were, we were brought up, brought up. You know, we, we can't see the way how they have society constructed. We're not allowed to be emotional. People don't empathize what? with us. Let me let me finish. People don't empathize with us because I'm going through it now. Listen, the amount of stuff that I've been through in my life, and even just a couple last couple of years, nobody really care about what I'm going through. They don't care. The only time they really undoubtedly care about you is when you die. How much dudes go through stuff in life, right? And like we mm -hmm. talk about this, there's no foundational help for for men really and boys. It's not out there. It might be some, but it's not an overwhelming thing. We don't get help. You know when they get when when men get help when they die, and if they die at 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 at, at maybe by the police or something tragic, then you get all these donations. But how many, how many, how many dudes are gonna actually help you when you're going through a rough, rough patch or you, 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 you losing money? Like 
there ain't no real help. There's none. Now, I will say this. My mother, my mother's been by my side no matter what. Like, if I ain't really, if I ain't have my mom, I don't know. But I will say this. My mom has been rocking with me and she supports everything. So um, not everybody has that as well. But as a dude, you know, you, 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 you would want that in the person that you're with. You know, you would want that in your children to, to for people to protect your honor, your name, because I, I, obviously we're going to protect you. We're going to provide. But when stuff happens to us, we need support. We need empathy. But we don't get it. They don't care. People don't care. Listen, man, people don't care about what I've been through. I've been through so much, man. People don't care. I mean, I, what, I, what, what I'm going to do, cry about it? What I, I can't even cry. <laughs> they don't care. And people do you dirty. People, You could be reaching out to people just to talk to them. And because... They just want to be mean to you. They be mean to you. There have been times like I, I reach out just to talk to people or say what's up or to check on them, and they give me the cold shoulder, you know? So it's like when when you isolate yourself, then they start saying you acting funny. But we can't show. We can't. You, you can ask many men. We're not allowed to show uh, emotions or soft side. Most women are going to leave you if you do that. And on top of that, if you love them, if you love them, this is what I noticed too. If you love them more than they love you, it's over for you. You got to get a woman that love you more than you love them or care for you more than you care about her. But if you love her more than she love you, it's over for you, champ. I'm sorry to tell you. But this is the reality. You think I like it for it to be like this bubble tea? I don't like it to be. If I had if I had a wish, I could I would reverse everything. But you got some nasty people out there. And look, all the people that did me wrong, I already forgive them. More power to you. You know, I'm gonna take the high road with a lot of stuff. The other day, I wanted to smack people around. I wanted to do all kind of stuff, but now I got. I, I came to the re realization that leave it to God. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't control what people do. You only can control yourself, and your emotions get you in trouble. So it's always good to stay in a logical present. You know, it's, it's always good. So you saying you, you speaking on some lifetime movie stuff and some Hollywood wow. movie stuff, which I wow. I'm not knocking you. You know, you know, I'm not knocking you. It it's 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 it sound knocking good. Just a little bit. No, I'm not knocking you. It sounds good, <laughs> but is that the reality of it? That's why we have all these clashes because it's like. It's like black men versus black women. And it's now, I think it's men versus women here. I don't even think, I think it's bigger than black women and black men. We, we're so divided, but at least in other races, you can kind of see more family structure. I think we at the bottom of the barrel with everything. 
And there's no like coming to the table and having accountability on my side and you having accountability on your side. Do you not recognize that it's hard for women to take accountability? How many times will women they blame everything on the men? How many times? Is it I always think... our fault? Is it all, no, all, it's all the always... time? No, of course not. Ahead, I think I'm people gonna... who are self-aware will understand that when things you know happen in relationships, that not only one person is to blame. You know, for the like the majority of the time, people who are actually self-aware will, you know, will take a minute to sit back and say, yeah, OK, I probably could have done this or, yeah, I probably could have done that, um, you know, to to help foster a better relationship. So, you know, I I don't think it's just women that don't take accountability. I think, you know, everybody um, has their own spot of not taking accountability. I also kind of want to push back on the idea that black people are at the bottom of the barrel for everything. I don't think so. I think that they're <laughs> stop shaking your head <laughs> because we're not at the bottom of everything. The fact is that we can and do, you know, provide, you know, loving, stable relationships a lot of the time. And even if our relationships maybe don't work out, maybe we don't have as much marriage as some other groups. Um, the fact is that we still, you know, our fathers still do try to take care of their children if they're, if they're able to, if they're being allowed to by the, you know, uh, by mothers, if they can, um, you know, foster a, you know, working relationship, just a co-parent, um, or if, you know, the, you know, if the father is aware and, you know, able to participate. I think lots of black men do participate in their children's lives and, you know, black mothers try to raise up good kids. And, you know, so I would, you know, hate for us to get with a dialogue that, you know, black people are at the bottom of the barrel. Now, do we work together in community as well as we could have? No, we don't. But I think that that's something that we recognize. I think that everybody recognizes that. And, um, you know, there are some, you know, reasons why that happened like that. Um, but I think there's going to be a changing shift where we start working together a little bit better because it doesn't make sense when everybody else is prospering by working together. Also, I also want to push back to the idea that men are not allowed to show emotions because they do show emotion. That's fact. It's just that society limits them to a particular set of emotions, which would be anger and happiness. Um, and you can't be too happiness. You know, it can't be too happy, but, you know, you do get to show happiness in sports or when you, you know, when your children are born, you can show happiness. Um, you know, uh, when you're angry, um, you know, you can hit things, you can go, you know, throw things. Um, it's just that there's not a wide breadth of emotions that men are supposed to show. Um, but the fact is, I think you guys are like super emotional. It's just that you guys only know how to use those two emotions. And then you use it like a hammer, like a like a sledgehammer instead of using like a regular hammer for like a nail. So, you know, it's like I'm I'm sad, so I go punch something. You know, that's not that's not equal. Really? I disagree with you. How uh, how not not all all your points because some of some of your points is valid, but Absolutely. In 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 the in the natural order of things, men are more logical 
than emotional. That's and women, women are more emotional than logical. Now, when you yeah, have a but man, you have them both. No, I'm not saying. I never, I never stated that we didn't have emotions. I stated that we're not allowed to show our emotions in society, even amongst men. You get clown and laughed at. I told you. All right, let me give you an example. I'm gonna come back to what I'm gonna say because I'm I, I disagree with some of your points there. Okay. All right, that guy that got killed by the by the police, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if that same guy got killed by another black man, regular black man. Would this be, would, would it be so much outrage if he got killed by a regular black man? No. But, no, right? No, of course not. No, because, but there's extenuating circumstances why that's the case, though. Hear me out. Okay, I'll wait. So there's not no outrage. There wouldn't be outrage for that. Now. Would there be millions of dollars and stuff coming that dude's family's way if he was killed by a regular black person? Probably not. Maybe some community assistance, but not that much. Oh no, ain't no community assistance. I'm speaking That's on experience. Let, let me. I'm speaking on experience. I okay. got a lot of. I got mm. a lot of friends that done died. I come from a a a a, a, a tough neighborhood where. They sold drugs. So I didn't seen from a child to a man funerals, deaths all the time. Now I will say this. There's some sadness amongst friends and family and people do come to the funerals and all of this stuff. But prior to that, if that man is going through something, there is no help for that man. And I'm speaking from experience. And even what I'm going through now, people done turned on me because I was going through different things. And if I wasn't strong mentally, I might have fell in depression. I might have I might have been more emotional than logical, right? But because I done been through so much that I understand that this is the way society's constructed. People don't care about you. You could, you could, you could, you could give the world of people. You could help people. You could give them food. You could give them money. You could do all the things for men, women, family, friends. But when it's your time, people turn on you. I got friends going through that right now. So it's not the same. And we're not, I'm telling you from experience. If you click on the TV, if you look around, if you ask other men, we are not allowed to be vulnerable or show emotions. You you can show selective emotions, like if you won the championship and you see guys cry and, and all of that. But when you're going through something and you come you come into a person and you talking and you're like, man, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. You think they're gonna care? They're gonna call you a punk, or they're gonna think it. And it's like, oh, this dude is a punk, or they they don't empathize. I see it all the time. And you know what I realized too? It's spiritual. A lot of these people yeah. got demonic spirits in them. 
when you think it's them, because honestly, like, and I had an episode with one of my childhood friends where he said he he doesn't he said unconditional love doesn't exist. I totally disagree with that. Because I'm a person really? that shows, yeah, I totally disagree with that. I'm a person that oh, shows in unconditional love. Yeah, no, I, I I disagree with unconditional love exists. You want to know why it exists? Because if you believe in higher power, does does God love is God love conditional? That's the only one that I think has unconditional love, honestly. Listen. It did it not say in the Bible we are a reflection of God? Don't we take on certain attributes of God? Not all the attributes, though. Don't we take some of the attributes from God? Yeah. Yes no? I mean, right. you know. Okay, yeah, is okay, so is unconditional love a part of one of the attributes? It is, but I think that it's wait, 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 wait. You can't say it is. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no. I'm asking you a no. question. Is it okay. yes? Oh no. Is it is it it's, not It's a yes but and a no and <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. No, because if you think about it, you know, yes, we do, you know, take on where, you know, if you're a, you know, a Christian person, you believe that you, you know, God made people in uh in his own image you know, man and woman that he made it in his own image, from, you know, right from Genesis, okay? But um, because of the way the human nature is, um, we don't, we are supposed to work towards, you know, reflecting, you know, the things that God has done for us. But I don't think that it's necessarily in our nature to just be, you know, forever forgiving, forever loyal, forever, all of those things that are attributes of God. Um, people don't innately have that. You know, we have to kind of grow as we learn about God, you know, then we take on the characteristics of God and set aside some of the other, you know, ways. Um, and I think unconditional love is one that's such a very far reach that, you know, it would be very, very difficult to attain that. Um, because that means unconditional love means, you know, the fact that, you know, somebody, you know, slapped fire. Is that what it is? slapped fire did i get it right if somebody slapped fire on your mom you know that you would still be like okay but i forgive you or you know i still love you uh and i'm not also gonna you know uh treat you likewise um i don't know like i said i don't think that you know unconditional love exists outside of the presence of god that's the only place I that told, i can see i, I told I, I i totally disagree with you with that because I see, because I, I don't only possess unconditional love. I see with other people. Unconditional love is when a person is harming you, hurting you, putting you through everything, danger, just like what you said, and you still got love for them. You still have love for them. And there are people that have done me like wrong, wrong. And because I love them, you understand? I love them. I still don't try to hurt them, even when I had opportunities to hurt them. I see it with my sister too. My sister possess unconditional love too. You know, like she love people. She'll help you, and people will hurt her. She'll forgive them, and they'll hurt her again. 
So I do think that it does exist because I see it. And there are also other things that exist. And because a lot of people don't portray these behaviors, people think that is that it doesn't exist. A man that don't cheat exists. A man oh, that's, that's yeah, but I'm just I'm gonna run it down. A man, a man that's never been with another man exists. A man that don't do drugs or drink or smoke or do anything exists. So you mean to tell me somebody that is 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 loving or love unconditional? It gotta be in your heart first. It has to be in your heart. If 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 that is in your heart. It, it, it can be possessed because I possess it. And another thing where they say, they say all people are jealous. And I totally disagree with that. I don't, I've never been jealous of anybody in my life. I'm just saying or envious. Now the things that I possess, I know my faults. I know that. Uh, is that you? Did you lose? You you hear me? Now I can hear you. You kind of yeah, stopped so, out. So we all have faults and we all possess certain things that we we need to work on. But not all of us are jealous individuals or envious. You have some that are and you have some that's not. You got that's some you, you got some that's not like I don't believe in stealing. I, I don't steal. I never stole. Uh-oh, you're gone again. But since you're gone, so, hopefully... You, know, you, oh, you got you some go. people that have more... more. No, I, no, what I was saying, you have some people that have more qualities than flaws, and then you have more... Then you have some people that have more flaws than qualities. So it's all That's in facts. the individual. I'm not saying I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not um, saying that um, I'm perfect because, like I said... I, I was prideful. I had, you know, I was angry about certain things. So yeah, I had anger, pride, but I didn't have no jealous, jealousy or envy for anyone. I never said when I saw somebody with his girl, or oh, I gotta take his girl, or or he got some nice sneakers. I need those sneakers, or I don't like him because he has a mom or a dad. But they, there are people that's like that though. But I haven't possessed that's that. It. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you say that, that's that is that's not possible. I forgot what you said, but you basically was saying that you don't believe <laughs> that that's true. But you got some people that love people that, like I don't even gotta know you to love you. You know what I'm saying? Because I love no. people. I, I love. I love helping people. I love being nice, caring, and loving towards people. I think that's just a side of me that I got from my mother and my grandparents. My grandparents is like that. So I know that everybody's not like that. I would agree with that. Everybody don't possess that because you got some people that's just mean and nasty for no reason. Like they could be nice today and then tomorrow they start being mean and nasty to you. And it's like, why are you doing that? And if if a person was under a microscope, would they really be like that? 
because they people will be looking at them like, yo, why are you like that? People claim they don't I care. Think somebody would. But people maybe they would, but people claim they don't care how people view. care how they're viewed from from other people because a lot of times people are not going to tell you everything that they're doing so look man we we could agree to disagree with that listen i believe that it exists because i'm that way my sister listen there are things that has happened to my sister that i don't know how the hell she forgave people for that but she did and she still love her. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I had to learn. For me, I still love people, but I was angry. But then I had to come to a point where I just recently came to this point that I have to forgive. Because if God can forgive us for anything and everything, then who am I to not to forgive? I'm not bigger than God. So if, if God can do it, if or the higher power can do it, why can't I do it? Why can't I? So that's how I view it now. I wish I got this memo years ago, but it's good, you know. It showed yeah. up eventually. That's a, that counts. It showed up eventually. Right. And not to push back on you, because I, I <laughs> but and especially because this really wasn't the topic of the day. But I would say that okay, fine if you have unconditional love, but. You don't have to set yourself up for unconditional torture either. You know what I mean? It's one thing to say, okay, I love everybody and I love you. Even if I, you know, I don't know you, um, you know, oftentimes I even feel that way. You know, I, uh, and I've expressed such to um, certain people. Um, but there's another thing that says, if somebody is treating me like boo-boo, that I don't have to necessarily take it. I can set down boundaries that say, um, that you can't treat me like that. And even if I forgive you, that means I forgive you not for your benefit, but for my own benefit, because I don't need to be carrying around that baggage of carrying grudges around on your behalf. So even if I love you enough to forgive you, I still don't have to interact with you. I can still set down that baggage, which is an act of love for me, and then let you go along your way in peace without having to bring you back into my life again so that you can abuse me some more. Like it doesn't make sense for me to keep forgiving the same thing if the person really is not asking, you know, for forgiveness when they keep doing the same thing. You can't, you know, spit on, you know, well, even actually what Jesus said, you know, if somebody slaps you, you can turn your cheek and slap the other cheek. But if you, you know, you've addressed them a couple of times, you're okay, it's okay to dust off your feet and, and let the person go along their way. Um, so, I don't know. I, I will agree to disagree. I don't believe that, you know, unconditional love exists outside of God's love. But, you know, as we are growing in God's love and character, you know, I guess we can possess more of it. Uh, but yeah, I know that wasn't our topic of the day. Uh, so we'll just have to disagree, agree to disagree. Yeah, I, I, I definitely. And I'm not saying, see, you, 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 uh, I think you drifted away from my point. I'm not saying that you have to be amongst people that have harmed you or have done wrong to you. The The point I'm trying to make to you is that even though they did these things to you, 
you still have love for them. You still have unconditional love for them because when it comes time for a lot of different things and you have opportunities to get revenge or to do harm to these people and you say, you know what? No, I'm not going to do no harm to them. Leave them to God. I, I love them and I forgive them, but they stay their way. I stay my way. That's what I'm talking about. And another thing. Oh, okay. I'm I'm another thing that I'm going to push back on you with. I agree with some mm -hmm. of the things you're saying here. But how can people say, right? Mm -hmm. They love God and never seen God in their life, right? But you okay. have actual humans out here and you saying that because you don't know them that you don't love them. Isn't that Con isn't that a contradiction? You it never is. seen you I never think... seen God before, but you see people out here. You see people out here that's homeless. You see people out here that's going through stuff. Now, I for me personally, right? I believe mm -hmm. in helping people. If I could help everybody, I would, right? I believe in empathy. I believe mm -hmm. in empathy for men, boys, girls, whoever. But girls and women have empathy. A woman can go out here and lose everything and go get Section 8. A, a woman could 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 uh lose her her husband, lose her spouse, her mother and father, and still get some help. Uh uh uh, uh a woman that's struggling can can get a man to pay their bills. How many men you know that can get all of that stuff? We can't get that stuff because society, but society, wait, society is constructed into not empathizing with men. I'm speaking from experience. Hey, there's nobody that has given me anything from all the thousands of dollars that I lost or injuries that I got into with almost being paralyzed a couple of times. Nobody gave me anything. Or when I was raising my children by myself, nobody felt sorry for me. And um, saying I'm going around saying I'm an independent father. I can do it all by myself. But oh, in, actu in actuality, though, are we really doing it by ourselves? You ain't no. doing it by yourself. If 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 you getting help from the government, are you going to a job? Are you really doing it by yourself? You going to work? You working for somebody else? Are you doing it by yourself? I know, listen, I had people that called me and text me saying happy Mother's Day. I would never take that. I'm not no mother. I'm a father. But you got the opposite of women talking about, yeah, I'm the mother and the father. You can never be the father. Just like I can never be the mother. I would never disrespect my father. My father didn't raise me. My father wasn't really good to me and my sister, but we loved him. I put hands on people for my father. My father come to me and tell me somebody did this or stole from him. I went to their job and I beat him up oh, wow. and got back his money. You know, you know what I mean? That's my father. I still loved him. When he died, we still went and buried him. And I wasn't even talking to him around the time he died. And I regret that. But I would never go around saying my mother was my mother and father. No, I'm not going to take my father's my father. My mother's my mother. Was my mother there more than my father? Yes. 
but my father played a part in me being here. If it wasn't for my mother and my father, I wouldn't be here. God put it together. So that's the whole thing when it comes down to it. And men know I'm telling the truth. There's no empathy for us. They don't care. They don't care. People don't care. Like, you could reach out to them and tell them, yo, like, y'all just need somebody to talk to. Or you could text. Or you could call and people will ignore you. People don't care, but they'll come to your funeral, though, if something happened to you. Or if the police shoot you, they'll be there and say, oh, I loved him. But you ain't never tell me you loved me when I was alive. So are you love me when I'm gone? Or when I was going through all of that stuff, you love me then? Or if because I'm going through stuff and I'm struggling with stuff and things are happening, you turn on me, you leave me? There's no empathy for that. There's no like, I'm going to be by your side. So you see what I'm saying is, listen, the society will believe a woman over a man. I've been lied on by plenty of women. But I just stayed in and suffered. I didn't say anything. I took it on the chin. You know, I took it on the chin. That's why I went off the other day, and I shouldn't even have did that. I was wrong for doing that. I think going forward, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just continue taking the high road. I have too much to lose to go and take and fight fire with fire. I just leave you to God. If you want to lie on me and make up stories about me, go ahead. You're not going to be able to do it in my face. But if you do it behind my back, it, it shows your character. It shows how much of a coward you are when you're doing that type of stuff. So I'm trying to tell you and convey to you that you can ask men. I got I could call 10 men right now or 20 men right now, and they'll tell you the same thing that I'm telling you. There's no empathy for us. And I know that firsthand. I done been with women. Yo, my 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 I done been with women when my my father died, when I got my first injury, when I lost all a whole lot of money. When I was going through different stuff, and even recently going through different stuff, and they would turn on me because I, I'm not able to do what I was doing before. But that's because I'm I'm transitioning. I'm going through hell. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going through. Then I found out this, Nick um, Bubble Tea. Yeah. I was about to say something else, but <laughs> I found out this right here, right? Uh-huh. That... uh. How could I say this? I found out this here that uh, when you good and when you okay, that's when everything is all right. Or when you doing whatever a person wants you to do, it's okay. The minute you can't do what they want you to do, it's a problem. The minute you can't be there for them because you're going through your stuff, you're going through hell and you need support from them, they're not going to be there. They'll turn on you. You know, and I haven't ever done that to anybody. Anybody to tell you, I I let other people tell you what I've done when they were sick or something happened to them. I didn't been by family members and friends' bedside every day when they had situations. So it's just a whole lot of stuff that I think you don't really understand. 
but it's okay. But some of the stuff I do agree with you with, some of it I disagree with you with, but but we can run that Why? test <laughs> and we can call a couple of guys and we'll see what they say. <laughs> I already well, know we, that... I already know this, so you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you know that no, the next time that you uh decide to do a podcast, then you make sure that you call me and you call those people and we'll ask them. Because now now I won't go ahead and just totally disagree with you. I do know that the empathy, you know, that is in, you know, especially in American society is not necessarily with the man. Um, you know, most of the uh, more of the time. It's it's less, you know, men are generally going to get less empathy um out here in the streets. But I think that um that there are there are some ways to get empathy from people. Um and I think some guys don't necessarily want empathy. You may want sympathy, but not empathy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know. Why are you shaking your head? You didn't even let me finish it. I didn't say but, that. I just was shaking my head. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that. Um, see, you made me uh, lose my thought. But, um, but I think that there are services out there for men in some ways. I know that it is harder to find for men, um, but they are out there. Like a man can get Section 8 if they have children. A man can get, yeah, I know, you don't think so. Well, okay, maybe in your state that's not the case. But in my state, you, a man certainly can get, uh, can get Section 8. They can get child support. They can get you know a lot of the services that usually are um, you know, that women can also get, um, housing, you know, housing assistance and those kinds of things, um, uh, financial support, like as in like food stamps or whatever, you know, that's income based, you know, men can get those things. I think a lot of time men don't, um, necessarily know how to navigate the system or, um, because men are not really shown how to navigate the system, um, in the way that women are, you know, shown. But the other thing is that a lot of times men are kind of prideful and they say, you know, I don't want to access those kind of services because then what does that make me look like as a man? Uh, as a man, I should be really, well, I'm just telling you from my experience in my particular state that says that a man can go get those services, but a lot of men don't go get those services because they don't know how, like, if you don't know how to navigate child support, uh, you know, you can get run, you can get run over by the child support system or uh, like the court system when trying to get, you know, um, like access to your children. If you don't know how to fill out that paperwork, you're going to get railroaded. Um, there are services that um, are specifically for men to help them direct that, but uh, they're fewer and far between. And so lots of men don't know about them. They don't know and that again, they can ask for help. I, I know prove, that you don't gotta... agree. Yeah, I don't def definitely don't agree. But hold on, hold on, hold on. I I'm not saying that men can get child support. Yes, but the whole yes. construct the the whole construction of Section Eight and food stamps and all of that stuff was not constructed for men. It was not. No, and it it's, it's way no, harder. It's way harder for a man to get that stuff. It women is harder might, for a man. Women might say it's easy, but it's not easy. No, I just, no, no. Listen, it's not the, easy. The whole, the whole thing I want you to 
want you to understand bubble tea is just understand from from both sides a man's perspective right just 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 have some understanding listen i know that there are certain advantages men have and there are certain advantage advantages women have Mm -hmm. when it comes to that whole court system women have more of the advantage and i know that firsthand yeah you know how how you win is you got to have money to win in the court when it comes to men you don't have no dollars or good lawyer you're not gonna win you're not so that's the way that i was able to win because I, i was paying lawyers even though it was killing destroying my pockets but you know you know when you have kids and when you love them and you don't you love them more than any anyone on the in the world like i definitely love my kids unconditionally and my mother and other people i love them unconditionally as well but there was there was nothing that i wouldn't do to keep my kids and i took a lot on behalf of my kids because if I did some something I know it would hurt them so in 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 turn I had to be like yo I had to think about them so I just for for, for some of the stuff I'm not saying I disagree with you with everything but some of the things I totally disagree with you and I, I agree with you with child support some men out here can get child support but the whole construction of everything else is hard. It's hard for a man to get anything. Like That's even very true. E- even stuff that I was going through. I'm I'm here talking to you the other day. I'm like, why there's no help? All right, you talk to my cousin on three way. Mm-hmm. Is he getting any help? Is he getting some help? Is he getting? He... Well, after this, so I'm gonna call him on three-way. I'm gonna call I him know. on three-way. And then, and then you put him on the phone with me, and we're gonna talk about the help that he could potentially be getting. Because I don't want to say that that like right now, I know he's not getting an adequate amount of help. If that's what I would say, he's not getting the help that he should be getting. Um, he could be getting more help. He um, could be getting way more help. And look. He could. The way, the way how the society's constructed, he's not even getting help inside the house. Yeah. And he well, told you that. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that sympathy and empathy is different. It's not the same. I think for us, we would want empathy. To, and em- what empathy is just to understand and be there for us. You know, you could be, mm-hmm. sim- you could be sympathetic to people, but when you empathetic, that means you're going to support them and you understand their struggles. Listen, before we men and women, what are we? Bubble tea? We're people. We're human beings. Before the, before the men and women, we are human beings. So why is it that when we go through something, nothing? Right? I think... Okay. Yeah. No, not right. <laughs> not right. That's not right. Because I think that that's how it feels like is nothing. 
And in some cases, it may be very close to nothing. But the fact, you know, I think that there really is, you know, definitely something. In most cases, there is something. Um, not as much as it should be. And I do understand, you know, the, the construct of the society, you know, is to lean more towards the women's side right now. Um, you know, in the past, it would have been to lean more towards the men's side. It's just one of those kind of pendulum swings um, that has occurred. Um, but um, that being said, I think society is also taking a look at some of these things and saying, you know, what, it's not fair on the men's side either. And we need to start balancing things out. So I think that the trend is looking more towards, you know, that men, you know, do have a little bit more, you know, emotional, um, about uh, an ability to be, have a little bit more emotional output um, and that be accepted in society. I think there is going to be a spot where men get more help in the courts and a little bit more fairness in the courts. Now, some states, um, not to start calling out states like Georgia that are ridiculous um, with their parental rights. Um, you know, um, opportunities, um, they're going to need some legislative changes. And, you know, women have to support men in making sure that they also, you know, get fair access, um, you know, to their children and things like that. Uh, but I think this is that people are recognizing a lot of those things in society. And it's going to be, you know, like I said, it was a pendulum swing for the men, it was a pendulum swing for the women, eventually, you're going to have to find a middle ground. So let me ask, what you said, okay, you said the advantages were for men before, but what were the advantages for black men before? Have we ever had the advantage? Well, no, not really. No, right? I mean, but I mean, not really, because I mean, they we were put in another category where it's just like black people. Even if you say like, um, you know, like maybe you had like stay at home moms and stay at home. Uh, you know, and that was the ideal that you would have the white, you know, the, the house with the white picket fence and the mom is cooking cookies and giving, you know, has the house, you know, super clean every day and, you know, give kisses at home and every meal is home cooked and all of those things, you know, that black people were not really considered as part of that, um, you know, framework. We were, the women were always working. You know, we, we already were working. We we're working in somebody else's house. We were working in somebody's, um, you know, factory. And then we would come home and do those things. But I got to say So this. we were not really considered part of that. Mm -hmm. I got to say this. In those worst, horrific times, our family structure were, was way better than what it is right now. Not even yeah, close. that's true. Not even close. My grandmother only been with one man in her life, and that was my grandfather. Never been with another okay. man. Mm -hmm. stuff like that but it's not that common anymore but it but is how, out there how, how the temptation was that song go how that song go it's just my imagination <laughs> nah, they went running away from me yo this is yo oh, it's, listen i'm telling you man listen for me i'm at a point where i accept it I'm gonna just do what I need to do. I'm gonna still be creative. I'm gonna be different. I'll be weird to some people, whatever you want to call me, because I'm different. Because I don't think like everybody else. I don't do these BS cliches. I don't celebrate these holidays. I create.
went quiet again. I formulate my own thoughts and beliefs by doing the research that is necessary to find out different information. So for everyone that want to go with these cliches and continue this men versus women thing, more power to them. I'm, we just having a conversation. I'm not, I'm only one man. So there's nothing, and this was a healthy conversation. Most times with conversations like this, it leads to arguments, people hating each other, people want to fight, people curse each other out. I'm not with it. You can have your beliefs, I have my beliefs. Just like other people, I can communicate without arguing and without being angry. So I think more conversations should be had like this, but it's out of my control. Like people get so emotional about these type of conversations. They, you know, they want to attack. And I'm not just blaming women. I think it's 50-50. I think men are just as much as, bl as the blame as women. But the difference is with the women, they have other things that back them. We really don't have nothing that backs us. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm just saying. I think that if you look back that, I know, if you look, well, just to, to scoot back at, into history, uh, as you were mentioning about like your grandparents' era, like it wasn't that uncommon to have ladies that have maybe just been, you know, with one person. Um, but if you ever ask about the man, though, it was still uncommon, you know, for actually it was more common back then for them to have only been with one lady. But a lot of times, a lot of those men were stepping out on their ladies and there wasn't, you know, maybe the social construct for the lady to leave that kind of position. You know, people were okay with laying hands on their ladies and, and ladies laying hands on their men. Um, you know, that was the that. thing. Yeah, but that. that wasn't okay. No, it I, wasn't I, okay, never, but... I, I, I never stayed. I never stated before when we had this conversation before. I said it was wrong, but I have yeah, to say no. this, though. Mm -hmm. I have to say this. In today's society, who's more virgin, men or women? You looked it I know up you the are. other day. It was more <laughs> you virgin. Did. I, and then you didn't it, want it to was, even believe it, me. And I No, told I you, didn't want to believe you, but you were you. right. It is more men than women. Um it's only a percent, even in, even back in the days, it's only a percentage of men that really get women. All men don't get women. You know, you gotta you you have to have some type of charisma, you have to have something about you that draws women to you. So, listen, man, if I could do it all over again, like I told you before and I told others, I told my mother, I would only be with one woman. I wish I could, like, erase all of my past and just get a good woman and that's it. And we go on and live our lives. But, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not my story. But it's not your story. But don't beat yourself up about it because the fact I is, so that sometimes you run across that <laughs> you run across that one person and you think like, hey, you know, this person's gonna be amazing, you know, they're gonna, you know, we're gonna be forever. 
and then something, you know, happens. Um, whether it be, you know, something that they chose, like go, you know, stepping out, um, or, you know, unfortunately, some people pass away. And so, you know, that means that guess what, you're going to either stay by yourself or go on to number two. That's just, you know, the choices that you have. So, um, well, you know, and, and everything doesn't work though. out for the first person. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's not... still a number two, though. It's still the number two. And you still have number one in mind. So I'm just saying, don't beat yourself up too much about it. Uh, you know, but I do understand yeah, this. I'm far from no, I'm far from one. Far, from, far from, from you're not the one or the two. Is is that what you said? Not the no, one just, or the no, two. I'm just saying I'm I'm far from just being with one or two people. Like it's it's not even close to that. It sucks, but oh. it's life. Well, well, now I'm in but, control. I'm not even. I think I think going forward, like I'm just gonna keep myself busy and just focus on my craft and focus on getting getting this thing rocking. <laughs> I leave hey, the relationship you know stuff to bubble tea and the rest of society, more power. And I'm pulling oh, for you guys. I write about love all the time. It's just my imagination. I think about it and boom, I just get to, I just get to, I get it like that. Yeah. But for the rest of you guys, while he's not really paying attention or listening, like I said, you can always hit up bubble tea to uh, get a pre-interview because I don't buy that. I believe that uh, true is definitely a romantic person and a great guy. Um, And so when I see the kind of, you know, kind of, um, you know, energy that I don't believe that that kind of person is going to stay, you know, by themselves, you know, forever and ever. Amen. So, um, you know, I think uh, that in the course of time, you know, things will have smoothed out and, and, and then you'll be ready to be, you know, on to the next is what my thought would be. That's just my thought. You don't have to take it. But like I said, uh, that's my thought. That's my No, because that's, that's my hope. Be that's my hope. So reach out that's, my, you want to. that's my hope for true is that that, you know, would be um, you know, something that he finds because I think that, you know, uh, I think that everybody deserves, you know, a great chance at a great love story. Uh, and that may be the reason why I get to be called bubble tea because you know, I am living in the bubble of, you know, a romantic, you know, storyline, but you know, I, bubble but you didn't have to agree. So you did not have to agree so quickly. <laughs> you didn't have to say right so quickly. Let me tell you but, this. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you this. I'm an advocate for love. I'm an advocate for marriage. And I realized that finding a person that's going to stay down with you and following those vows because that's what it is a vow to god a covenant which these people take for a joke men and women take it for a joke and it's not a joke so if you're gonna take that you gotta live in it you gotta you you, it, it says through thick and thin and through good and bad times because there are gonna be bad times there are gonna be struggles you just don't leave and run you know, but this is this is where we live. What 
where we at in society this is where we at and it's unfortunate but i'm an advocate of love i write about women all the time i write about marriage i write about relationships but then i also write about heartbreak and the other side of it and it's just it comes along with the territory there's no pain without joy and there's no joy without pain so it's a sad occurrence and you're just living in a in a selfish society where man some of the stuff i wish you know what i wish i could i could have done but that would be putting people on blast just record like some of the stuff they say and how they act and it's like so you could just play it and say yo see why this person is acting like this so you could be like damn that is kind of nasty because you you know you watch lifetime you watch the good movies you don't watch the other side because lifetime got it both that's lifetime true. be having some crazy <laughs> <laughs> i love you all day but i'm gonna kill you in the night that's what <laughs> you watch lifetime you see, you already presupposed that I watch Lifetime. You, talk, you a, talk like you watch Lifetime, so that's why I said Lifetime. No, nah, so I don't currently, I don't currently oh, watch Lifetime. So you, used to, uh, you used to. I did used to be a good. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew enjoyed it, I knew it and it, it was great. I would, it was great. And matter of fact, I watched it, you know, with a friend of mine and her husband enjoyed all the things as well so it's not lifetime it's not just for women it's for men too um and there's nothing wrong with the good love story there's nothing wrong with that um doesn't mean that you know like love is always going to be like that but you know but the fact is they write those storylines because it's somebody's storyline in bits and pieces maybe not all together but it's somebody's storyline and and if it's out there then why not get it go ahead and get it that's my that's my plug for for lifetime. Y'all can hit me up for sponsorship later. I'm just saying lifetime, but <laughs> lifetime. You know the you know love and in those kind of love stories that are there. Um, you know without the knife wielding or the you know pushing people down the stairs kind of thing. Um, you know they're out there, um, and I think that people actually do have it. I think that's just not the narrative that we see as often. Um, and even if we haven't experienced it directly, um, it doesn't mean that it's not out there and that there isn't somebody um, that we can build that kind of thing with. Interesting. This this was a, a dope conversation, even though we had some glitches in the midst of it, but it still came out pretty good. Uh, so any last words here? Uh, my last words would definitely be, uh, you know, uh, in addition to, you know, where to hit me up about, uh, my friend here, <laughs> but, you know, just, you know, to remember that, um, you know, that you, you know, there's lots of kinds of people in the world. And if the fact is that you're running into craptacular people, um, then move around a bit because there are still a lot of amazing people. Um, that you can run into um, that are going to be a good match uh, for you. Um, not just you, true, but to um, other people as well. Um, the person that you're looking for really does exist. Um, it's just a matter of time until you find them. So don't give up is my thought. 
And if you find them, they're going to have flaws like selfishness. They're going to be, you know, have some pettiness. Um, but one of those things that we can do um, is help them to work through those things and, you know, support them through those things um, so that you can continue on living your best life. And that's it. Interesting. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to let you have the last words. So I want to thank Bubble T <laughs> for blessing the Missing Conversation podcast with her intelligence and her woman's side of things. Some of them I disagree with. Some of them I agree with. But she did have some strong points, but I leave it. Like I said, I have her have the last words. So <laughs> appreciate you for coming on my podcast. We must do this again. So uh, I want to say shout out to everyone out there for checking out the podcast. And this is the Missing Conversation podcast where the conversation is missing. I'm True Poet. Peace and love to everyone.